Back in the summer of 2013, I started training for my first Twin Cities marathon. So this was going to be my third full marathon distance. And at the time, my PR was 347. This was a really big deal because it was a local race. And I had just recently started my career. And every one of my coworkers knew that I was a runner. So of course, everyone had to ask me, are you running the Twin Cities marathon? And when my answer was yes, I was so excited to talk to anyone about running or my running goals. And I remember my boss, who was also a runner, um, not super serious about it, but enough to know kind of what a Boston qualifier time was. And she had done a few 5K races. And she asked me, what is your goal for this race? And she knew that I had previously ran a 347. Um, So a Boston qualifier time would be 335 for me, which would be about a 12 to 13 minute PR. Um, which is a lot of time to take off, but her reaction when I told her that my goal for Twin Cities was to qualify for Boston, hopefully, she laughed at my face. And this was about two months out from the race, and it really started to make me question my abilities. Why was it so funny for her to think that I would qualify for Boston? Um, I kind of started sharing my goals with other people, Uh, hesitantly, of course, just because I had gotten such a poor reaction from my boss at the time. And it seemed to be a similar trend from everyone. People would kind of, you know, go, oh, well, you know. It was almost like they felt sorry for me for having that as my goal because they knew it was kind of far-fetched and it made me really doubt my abilities. And so I started questioning my training, questioning my abilities, and I thought, better not go for it. So race day approached and I was like, I'm not going to have any serious goals with this. Just going to go out there and run a pace that feels comfortable for me. So I went out and I I ran about 830 pace. I finished in 345. So about 10 to 11 minutes off of a Boston qualifier time. And I felt really exhausted after the race. I'm not going to lie. It was very challenging. So I thought to myself in the back of my head, one of my first thoughts after finishing was, well, they were all right. Isn't that sad (laughs) that I actually thought that? Um, I thought, yeah, they're all right. Good thing I didn't go for it because I'm already tired after 345. I can't imagine how tired it would be if I was trying to go for, you know, 335 or whatever. So that chapter kind of closed and then I was training for another marathon I was going to run about six weeks later. It was out in Las Vegas. Um, It was more for fun though. We had a couple of friends going and it was for travel and all that stuff. And it was the same thing, no big goals, because of course I wasn't allowed to have big goals because people wanted to talk me out of them. At that point in my life, I was very influenced by what other people kind of thought or they had told me were my ability levels because of course I didn't have a, an extensive experience in the running community. I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't know much about the sport at the time. Um, so I went out there and I ran 343. So it was kind of like this consistency. I was running 347, 345, 343. Um, and at the time, I just felt like it was the same race. I was running the same race. Has anyone ever felt like that um, when you just go out there and you're just giving the same effort and you're kind of giving the same result? And I realized... All of those months after my boss had kind of laughed at my boss and qualifying goal, I just kind of stopped trying. So before I started sharing my goals with people, um, I was really into my training. I was really excited about it, and I thought it was great. But then after I started sharing these goals with people and they were downplaying my goals, it made me not as excited. It made me not 
do workouts. It made me not want to train the way that I used to be training because I thought, well, I can't even reach my goals. And that's a really low point to be at. And I kind of recognized where I was at and I didn't want to be in that spot anymore. I was sick and tired of running the same races. I was sick of my passion being gone because deep down I wanted more. I wanted something better. Maybe at that moment, I didn't believe in myself 100% because of all of the doubt that had been put in my mind by other people, but I knew that I wanted more and that desire really fueled me. So this is kind of when Instagram started becoming popular. Hopped on social media, of course, because we all want inspiration, hashtag motivation or fitspo or whatever. Um, So I started going on there and following other runners and I realized something that I had never realized before. There were other people out there who had the same goal as me, who achieved it, and who came from the same sort of background as I did. So this was the first time in my life that I had ever seen another person who was went from non-runner to Boston qualifier, and it changed my perspective completely. I thought, oh my gosh, this whole time, these people were out there crushing it and qualifying for Boston. They went from losing, you know, 100 pounds to qualifying for Boston. I would read these stories and I would just be so inspired and think, these people were out there doing this this whole time. And here I was feeling sorry for myself, thinking it would never happen for me. And I was wasting all of that energy, all those months, all those years on the wrong thing. I was wasting it on holding myself back. I was wasting on feeling sorry for myself. I was wasting it, sulking in my own self-pity, thinking, you know what? They're all right. Everyone's all right. I would give the people who brought me down too much power. And so what I decided I was going to do after weeks of scrolling through social media and getting motivated was I was just going to give 100% of my effort. And I was no longer going to waste my energy on people who were telling me I couldn't do it anymore. I decided... I'm done believing that. I'm done wasting my energy on the wrong thing. I put all of that energy towards training and trying to become the best version of myself that I possibly could. So what that meant was diving in to everything that I could read about running, training, getting a coach, starting to talk to all of the runners that I knew possible, joining running groups. I was just so all in on it. And so instead of focusing on what I couldn't do and that I wasn't the right fit for me, I just said, you know what? I'm done with all of that. I'm done with that negative energy. And I just dove right in. I bought books. I read articles. I mean, anytime I had a free moment, the people, this is all I was doing. I was all in on my goal, hundred percent all in. And at the time it was 343 was my marathon goal time. And I was using all these calculators and trying to figure out what is my potential? What can I run a marathon in? Because I had ran 5K times that were 22, 21 minutes. And I knew that I could do more. So I landed on a goal. And it wasn't a 335. Nope. I said, I'm going to run 325. And I just said it out loud. I told my husband. I told my friends. I told my coworkers. And they looked at me with this crazy, like, are you crazy vision in their eyes? They were like, what? Like, it was almost like a goat. They had seen a ghost because I confidently would just tell them, yeah, I'm I'm training for a 325 marathon this spring. And maybe it sounded crazy at the time, but that's what I needed to do to kind of break out of the shell and let people know 
that I wasn't going to take their criticism anymore and that this is my goal. You asked me and I'm going to tell you and you just stick with it. And if you don't meet it, whatever, eventually you will. So I just decided to commit. I was all in, hired a coach, started training, and I started giving 100% on my workouts every time. I mean, I was all in on this. And I thought, you know, even if I fail, whatever, it's better than sitting there and feeling sorry for myself. So I continued training all winter, and I went to sign up for my first marathon that year in April of 2014. So this is five months after I ran 343. And I ran my first Boston qualifying time, 16-minute PR of 3.27. And I think between those two marathons, the biggest thing that changed for me, not a lot can change fitness-wise in five months in between marathons. The biggest thing that totally shifted was my mindset. I used to start at the start of a marathon and think, wow, I just hope I survive. I don't know. I felt so much doubt. I felt hesitation. I felt like I didn't know. I felt like I wasn't confident at all. But then at the start of my first Boston qualifying race, I stood there and I had a plan. I knew exactly what my body was capable of. And I knew worst case scenario, what would happen. I knew best case scenario, what would happen. I have never been more confident in my abilities to run 26.2 miles at you know 750 pace than I ever have been in my life than I did that day Um, I was just all in so I think what we can all learn from that story is that you need to surround yourself with people who either believe in you or who are not going to drag you down so if someone has ever laughed at your goal or told you oh you might not want to dream that big just disregard whatever they are saying. They are afraid of you because your goals scare them. My boss literally could not believe me when I came into work that weekend after I ran my first BQ and I told her what I did. She was jaw dropped. And the best part about it is proving these people wrong because they are afraid of people who have these big goals, big dreams, because they don't want you to get hurt. So they come from a good place But the thing is, is you don't need that in your life. Surround yourself with people who believe in you 100%. And the biggest thing you can do for yourself and for your training is to believe in yourself. Make a mind shift. You don't need to listen to people who are bringing you down. Um, And this just goes to show for anything. I mean, recently, I've just been noticing people, they think that every day when they wake up and they go on a training run that it's going to feel good that they're going to feel good during training, that they're going to wake up excited about it. The fact of the matter is, you're not. That honeymoon phase of running, it wears off quickly. And when you have those big goals, you know, it takes a long time to reach them. And you need to be setting small goals along the way to be excited about. Not only that, but you need to understand what you're signing yourself up for. So you're not going to feel good every day when you wake up. Training for a marathon is hard, you know. Like I wake up, get out the door. The first few steps feel terrible. My warm-ups for workouts, people, oh my. <laughs> if I could tell you some of the thoughts. And But the thing is, is you can't let that get to you. You have to always be retraining your brain. If your brain's saying, oh, today is not going to be a good day. It's hot out. You're sweating. You didn't sleep good last night. You can let your mind just eat you alive with all of the negativity. But instead, just flip the switch and say, you know what? 
Sure, you didn't sleep good last night. Sure, it's hot out. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean that your body can perform. Your body can perform and do things that you would be amazed by under lack of sleep, under lack of perfect conditions. I mean, if you let all of those little factors always control how your running is going to go, you'll never make any sort of progress. I mean, you got to get out there and face whatever obstacle you're faced with every day and just punch it in the face. I mean, you cannot wait for perfect conditions. You cannot expect perfection with your training. And you definitely should not ever think that it's going to feel good every time you're doing workouts. That's just the beauty of running. So I hope that this was somewhat inspiring for people who are trying to push through to the next level. And I am trying to get back to pushing through to the next level as well. Um, it's always inspiring to think back and then continue pushing forward.